It's episode 15 of Hens in the Morning. Welcome to a very, very special episode of Hens in the Morning, the podcast about hens, chickens, life, and the home of the hencast. No, this is not the place to come for advice on hen care, for information on keeping poultry. Please seek the advice of a professional. It's episode 15, and it's arguably the most significant and important episode of Hens in the Morning to date. Why? Well, you'll have to listen to the Hencast to find out. But trust me, whatever the date is when you first listen to this, and wherever you are, today, H-I-T-M stands for History in the Making. The Hencast. The Hencast. Hencast. The Hencast. Hello, listener. Welcome to the Hencast. It is about 20 past three on Monday, the 9th of September, 2019. And uh, just approaching the hen garden as we speak. The, uh, The hens are already out. And uh, they are near the entrance of the hen garden as I arrive. It's, uh, as you know, it's just told you the times. Oh, it's in fact hens in the afternoon. And it's been a while since I've done a hens in the afternoon hen cast. Um, the weather today is overcast. We've had light rain on and off all day. Um, which, yeah, it makes it uh, sometimes a little bit tricky to do a hen cast uh, physically because the rain can make recording somewhat problematic. But in terms of the art, um, it can lead to some very interesting results. Um, I've just entered the hen garden and I've been checking some treats out on the ground and it's the first time today that I've actually entered the hen garden so the hens are uh, very excited to see me 
because of the the gifts that I bear. Um, so yes, a bit of rain. Um, I've actually, for the purpose of hen casting, been looking forward to a an off day weather-wise. We had so many beautiful warm days recently in the hen garden uh, doing my hen casts. Um, it's nice to get a bit of variation. Um, and that's, you know, same same thing applies for if you get any background noise, any interference, uh, you know, occasionally people might even make uh, an unexpected entrance to the hen cast. Um, it all adds to the the art, really. Um, so yeah, so it's uh, it's been a while since I've actually been in the hen garden. I've had a week away. Um, been been in Scotland. So it's the longest I've had away from these hens since the beginning of hens in the morning. Um, so today's hen cast will be interesting to see uh, how the hens react to a hen cast um, with, you know, with the week off that I've had away from them and them away from me. Um, add that to the sort of unpredictable, sort of overcast grey day that it is. Um, we should be in for an interesting one today. Um, as you will have heard in the introduction... Um, that I have yet to record, but I will, uh, I've, I've prepared somewhat what I'm going to say in the intro. Um, as you will have heard in the intro, I, um, I've stated that this is going to be a very special Hencast, uh, or a very special episode of Hens in the Morning, and that will become clear in the the second half of the Hencast and the latter parts of the uh, of the episode. Um, but for now, I'm just going to do some classic classic hen casting, um, reporting on the hen activity whilst I just walk around the hen garden checking some treats out. All all the hens are going crazy for the treats, whether it's because I'm I'm back after a week off or they're just crazy for the treats like they always are. Hard to tell. Um, they're all just pecking the ground. That's where I'm chucking the treats. In fact, what I'll do is I'll chuck some treats onto the roof of the hen dining room. Because um, that's always interesting when they jump up. Um, but they are still on the ground. I'll let you know if they do jump up. And I'm just going to walk around to the other side of the hen garden. And uh, do some hen casting from over here. Um, so yes, it's uh, been a week off, I've missed the hens. Um, I've been in Scotland, as I mentioned, The uh, it's pretty wet. Um, a, bit, a, a very pleasant time was had. Uh, I um, didn't see much... Hmm, I don't really recall... Yeah, I don't really recall any hen activity, to be fair, in my time in Scotland. Um, I'm sure they have chickens there. Uh, I just didn't see any myself. Um, oh. Gloria is in the hen 
dining room. Uh, she obviously I chucked some treats onto the roof of the hen dining room, and uh, naturally some of the treats fell into the hen dining room. So she went and picked some of those up. But she's back out now. Um, all four of them are gathered around me by my feet as I stand underneath these two apple trees. Um, yeah, uh, I had actually been to Yorkshire, the Yorkshire Dales, a few weeks before going to Scotland, and there were there were some great hens in Yorkshire. Um, went for a, a, a lovely walk, um, and we went through this woodland area. We were in Nidderdale, which is a, a lovely region of the Yorkshire Dales. And uh, yeah, we were walking through this woodland area, and there was um, sort of a real wild, looked like partially fenced off area with hens walking in the woods. Hens in the woods, it was um, it was great. It was a very unusual hen garden they had there. Uh, very shady. Um, lots of sort of undergrowth. Very different to what we have here. Um, and yeah, there are some classic, classic hens. Uh, I think there might have been one sort of fluffy hen. Um, I'm not an expert on hen breeds. Uh, I think it might have been a silky, something like that. But um, yeah, obviously, as I've mentioned many a time now, um, the diehard regular listeners amongst you will be fed up, perhaps, of the constant mention of uh, how this is not a podcast about hen husbandry. Um, I'm not an expert on on hens uh, and different breeds. Um, all I know is the hen cast, uh, and that's my thing, really. Um, I mean, can you be an expert in hen casts? Don't know. Don't know. I'm I'm sure in years to come there will be experts in hen casts. Hencast historians, if you like. Hencast analysers. Who knows what the future holds um, regarding the Hencast. Uh, no one really knows. I think that's part of the beauty of it, really. It's a, it's a constantly evolving beast. Um, Uh, they're very manic today, the hens. So much energy. Um, they're really darting around. Um, there's loads of treats out on the ground and on the ceiling. Or the roof of the, uh, the hen dining room. But wherever I walk, they do follow me. They're darting around. Lots of energy right now. It's like... Um, hmm. You know how you can sort of predict when a thunderstorm is going to come? Because the sort of... The humidity in the air uh, and sort of overcast conditions often give away that there might be a thunderstorm. And that's kind of how it is right now, actually. It's, it's sort of humid. Um, maybe the hens preempting a thunderstorm. Um, time will tell. I'll, uh, if, if we experience some thunder and heavy rains, I will let you know. Um, might have to prematurely cut the uh, the hen cast short. Uh, hopefully not, because we've got a lot of talk to you about today, listener. Um, uh, lots to talk to talk to you about. 
um, as well as classic Hencast action. Carol, oh, she's come right up close to me. I'm gonna just duck down here and have a word with her for a moment or two. You right, Carol? Just being joined by Leslie as well. Um, in my bucket is on the floor. Pam's just joined us. Gloria is a couple of meters away, making her way over to me. Um, so yeah, lots of energy in today's hens. I think they must have. Um, they must have experienced quite a different week without my regular presence in the hen garden. So, um, in the last episode of Hens in the Morning, we had a slight sound problem, which meant some content was erased from part one of the Hencast. Uh, and what I uh, had recorded and told you about um, involved the, the peacocks, the pea hens well it was um the arrival of four little pea chicks um and they're about six weeks old now and uh unfortunately we've lost one so there are now three and um, we don't know what happened to it probably a fox got in because they're they're not protected anymore they're they're free to roam and they can the little chicks they can fly already they can fly up up on sort of high walls and um and and although they do follow the mother around all the time, they're not they're not totally independent. They can theoretically escape uh, any predator. But um, um, yes, yeah, so that they've arrived. They they don't spend much time in the hen garden. I have seen the peacocks and the peahen in the hen garden in the past, but it's been a few weeks since they've they've ventured ventured into these um these areas. So. Probably not, uh, not as much to talk to you about them much more. But uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep you abreast of any any peahen activity that's relevant to the hencast. Um, yeah, so three little chicks, very sweet, very sweet. Don't know what gender they are yet. They all look the same, and um, I've never sexed a pea chick, so I don't know. I don't know how you would tell, um, how you would tell the gender. Maybe you just have to wait until the uh, adult colouring starts to grow within their feathers. Saw Craig um, not so long ago. Hardly seen him at all over the summer. Um, for those of you. Who perhaps have forgotten or don't know who Craig is. Um, Craig Roberts is a pheasant, male pheasant. Um, I saw him in the cow field, and um, yeah, he's just um, he sort of flew away. He's not as he's. If you remember Adrian, he was quite sort of 
Hmm. I don't want to go back over old ground with you, but he liked to skulk around a bit. He was a bit of a sort of mysterious kind of chap. Uh, Craig's much more straight down the line, I think, but we'll see. I think uh, when winter dawns upon us, uh, he may well have a bit more involvement in the hen garden. Um, but it's good to see, good to see him at least. Um, didn't get a chance to really spend any time in his company. Um, but uh, good to have him around. So the four hens are sort of, they're less huddled around each other now, they're more dispersed around the hen, the hen garden. They're all scratching the ground with their feet, actually. And the grass is, is grown quite a bit uh, over the last week or so. Um, so it's quite long. So a lot of the treats that I've chucked down must have gone to the right down to the ground. So they're, they're scratching away some of the longer grass to get to the treats, I assume. <sighs> so, um, yeah. I I have a wife, as as some of you might know. Um, it's all, you know, all consensual, uh, legitimate wife. Uh, some people might find it hard to believe that I've managed to uh, accomplish the uh, the act of marriage, but um, yeah, it's all it's all legitimate and. Uh, She's very much, um, yeah, she, I'm assuming very much on board with the whole sort of marriage thing. Um, she's not a, she's not a, she's not a fan of the, the hen, hen cast or the podcast really. Uh, yeah, she knows about it, of course. But, um, I, I don't think it's for her, which is absolutely fine, obviously. And it's probably for the best, uh probably for the best um, you know as an artist I don't think I could live with a fan of the show to be fair uh, um, it could make things very awkward and it could influence the, the podcast the handcast in a way that would probably be detrimental to the art um, I think it's very good to separate home life uh, and the arts. And it's good to have a, a place where you can switch off. Um, you know, otherwise I might go a bit mad. And we don't want that to happen. Because, you know, look at Vincent van Gogh. He cut his ear off and uh, very troubled. And that shows in his art, but um, I prefer this art to sort of be a bit more subtle, a bit more up to the fan, the consumer of the art to interpret, interpret it on their own level without it being so clear as to what the message is. Um, three of the four hens, that's, uh, so it's not Pam, Carol, Gloria and Leslie. Ah, now Pam has joined um, 
all four hens are now on the roof of the uh, hen house the roof of the hen dining room and uh, yeah they're just pecking all the treats that I've put there you can probably hear them pecking in the background actually <clears throat> mentioned I had a wife um, there was a reason why I mentioned that um, when we were in Scotland I went to Scotland with my wife she um, we both actually came across probably the best cow we've ever seen this was one heck of a cow I can't quite put into words how good this cow was um, classic Highland cow, you know, big sort of shaggy hair, big horns. I mean, no, I don't know if that's technically cow or a bull. I didn't, I didn't check to see. I don't know if horns are a thing that you get on females, males. Um, I'm not a cow expert either. But looks-wise, and um, temperament, actually, very gentle temperament. Uh, it was an absolute stunning beast. Blimey. Holy cow, you could say. Um, it's one of my favourite sayings, holy cow. But uh, in, this, in, this <clears throat> in this situation, it seems like the perfect, perfect thing to say. And um, yeah, so they, they, uh, they might not have chickens, but they have great cows in Scotland. Pam is in the hen dining room. Carol is still on the roof. The other two are sort of just walking around the hen garden. Um, got plenty of rituals to do right now because uh, I've been away for a week, so I'm sure the hen bedroom is in need of a good tidy up and the water needs a good clean and top up some of the food, etc. etc. So uh, I think I'll hit you with the, the hen's life. Excuse me. The hen's chicken's life interval. And um, be back for part two. So see you in a bit. Thank you.
Welcome back, listener. Welcome back to today's Hencast. I am in the hen garden still, and I've done all my rituals. Um, yeah, it took a while. Um, it took longer than than the time it took for you to hear the hen's chicken's life interval. Um, but that's just the way it works, uh, as I'm sure by now you've probably grasped. Um, the hens are still pecking the ground uh, where I've, I've put more treats out. Um, it was quite sweet. I was cleaning the hen bedroom and Pam came and came right up to me and naturally perched on my left hand as uh, I was using it to support myself as I leaned into the hen bedroom to clear out the mess. Um, she was just uh, sort of checking me out, seeing what I was doing in, in her bedroom, which is perfectly understandable. Um, so I'm sure you're all uh, listening with great excitement uh, and anticipation as to what the uh, the big announcement is, what the uh, what is so special about today's Hencast, and you know, we just have to wait a little bit longer. Um, but for now, I'm just going to do a little bit more Hencasting as Gloria makes her way over to me. The other three are sort of congregated together near the entrance to the hen garden. They're just pecking the ground. Gloria has actually made her way over to me and uh, is making her way now over to the uh, recently cleaned and filled up water dispenser. So always a treat to see them drinking and I'll let you know if any of them do choose to have a drink during this hen cast. But alas, that hasn't quite happened yet. Saw a little mouse today. Um, tiny little thing, very sweet. Um, a lot of people don't like mice, um, but now I like them. Yeah, it made me jump when I saw it. Um, but it was a uh, very small, cute little thing. Ah, so funny, actually, last. Hencast, I was saying oh, it would be nice to get some new listeners on board. Um, and although I thoroughly recommend everyone start from episode one, I did say, oh, it would be interesting what it would be like if we got any new listeners in at, you know, the later episodes. And um, by coincidence, um, we have a few new listeners. Um, and they decided to listen to episode 14 as their first uh, experience of Hens in the Morning which must have been baffling um, a lot to catch up on as I'm sure the die hard fans amongst you um, but shout out to Siobhan and James, welcome to the Hen Club um, don't really do shout outs hey, hold on, we're having a drink Gloria's having a drink and there we go, oh it's beautiful Real fresh drink there. You can see the water's so clean. You can see how clean it is. Just when she shakes her head back, the the droplets of water are just are so clear. Um, 
and now she's gone back to pecking the ground. The constant search for grubs. So, um, the big, the big announcement, as I've just decided that uh, it is. Well, um, hmm, I don't know where to begin. Um, hmm. So, there's a new feature, okay? A new feature, a new part of Hens in the Morning that I am going to debut. And so, whereas I would usually sign out of the Hencast with the usual Hencast outro music, uh, I would usually play that and then say a few final words back in the studio. Today is uh, it's a bit different because today uh, sees the launch of the new feature, Hencast International. Um, it's not by any means a regular feature, not at all. In fact, it's going to be quite a rare feature, I imagine. And the feature itself might not seem quite so groundbreaking to you at first. But I can't stress enough what this means for Hens in the Morning going forwards, for the future of all Hencasts, because what it means is that, hmm, well, you know what, let me explain a bit about it first. Uh... A gentleman got in touch with me and he sent me a hencast of his own. So Nigel, thank you for that. Um, He sounds like he was on holiday, but maybe he lives in France full time. That wasn't made clear to me, but that doesn't matter. The less we know in some ways the better because it leaves more to the imagination certainly going on his accent he's not a, a native French person but um, if he lives out there or if he was just on holiday it's it was it's it's great to know that people are now starting to do hencasts of their own and lucky for you listener I've got that for you and that is what I will be playing to you next. Um, yeah, so this irregular feature, Hencast International, um, basically sees other hosts of Hencasts recording their own Hencasts across the world. Now, it doesn't have to be in a foreign country. It can be anywhere in Europe or, you know, the rest of the world for all that, for all that. For all, for all that matters, there's a phrase there somewhere. Um, Carol's just having a drink, as is Leslie, in the outside drinking container, and it's a treat. They're just—they're actually 
synchronized drinking. They're both nodding their heads into the drinking thing at the same time, tilting their head back at the same time, and doing their thing. Pam's just rocked up right next to me. She's having a little coo around the ground. Gloria is actually poking her head into the hen bedroom. And she's just actually about to make her way into the bedroom. So, so obviously she's in the hen dining room. Sorry to um, divert from news of this new feature, but as you know, I've got to report the, uh, the hen activity as it happens. Um, but back to this feature, yeah. So what this means is that when I die, the hen cast can continue. And it can continue forever. And it doesn't have to be me who does a hen cast. It can be you, the listener. It can be... Anyone can do a hen cast, basically. And it's sort of... It's infinite how how big this thing can grow. It's actually slightly daunting um, to me. The uh, The humble host of hens in the morning but um thank you all i can say to uh to nigel for this um and letting me share this hen cast with the rest of the hen club community it's a, a real privilege um and an honor and a, and a joy for me to play this as the first ever hen cast international um i think that's all i've got to say on today's hen cast um, obviously once Hencast International has finished I'll say a few words in the studio to sign out and um, we will be left with something extraordinary I don't know I don't know what this means um, all I know is it's, it's big yeah. Bigger than Brexit, is what they're saying. So, uh, think about that. Um, oh, yes, we have got Gloria in the hen dining room, really just sat down, really puffed up her chest. She's really fluffy, really round. Classic chicken on the ground next to the indoor water container. Oh, yes. Yes, it's, and she's closing her eyes. She is one happy hen. Oh, I'm a bit exhausted, to be fair, with um, all the goings on today. Um, I get the sense that it was a slightly rambly hen cast. Um, not sure if it'll go down as a classic hen cast in terms of what actually happened in the hen garden but it's a a real I was there moment kind of thing or where was I kind of moment I reckon Um, I think episode 15 as we're on will go down as one of the hmm most significant movements in art history perhaps don't know obviously not for me to say Um, don't know um, but yeah, so here here's, here's Hencast International. Enjoy.
Hello, it's uh, Nigel here in uh, France and uh, I just wanted to say I was a big fan of the of the hen cast. My daughter, my daughter got me into it earlier this year when she bought me a new mobile smart telephone and uh, as a big lover of hens the hen cast was perfect but I just thought I'd say I'm in the proximity of two ends of me own on France <laughs> uh, I believe the names are Beryl and what's your on Ange? Sharon not very French but there you go I was just trying to get some uh, some gobbles some sounds for you but alas they're being quite shy. Oh, do you hear that? Anyway, they've got a nice little hen bath, dust bath, and uh, a lovely hen bedroom. Oh, I think the host of the hen cast would just love what's going on right now. One of them just getting into a hole in the ground for want of a better description these are quite sizable birds I must say and at present they're doing absolutely nothing apart from cooing well on that exciting note, I think I'll leave it there. Sorry to be a bit rambling, but uh, I just thought I'd share that. The bond with hens stretches across the channel. Ta-ra for now. Bye-bye. Wow, so there you go. Another Hencast and a Hencast International. Stay up to date with the show via Twitter at Hens in the Morn. Tune of the day is Nobody Else by the SLP. Thanks for listening and do join us again in the future for another episode of Hens in the Morning. Hens in the Morning Hands in the morning
Nummer. Hands in the morning. Everybody now. Hands in the morning. Good morning.